Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the shortest after-hours show in the history of WGN and probably in the history of radio. I sub- substituted, tried to substitute all week from 6 to 10 for Bob Surratt. It was a, a very interesting week. And during this week, I had on my friend Ray Long, who has written one of the finest political books in the history of this crazy political time. We were going to do an hour tonight we were gonna we're gonna put that off ray for a couple weeks because i'm so desperate to get you in here and talk about mike madigan today let's talk you got a you got a fantastic and to my mind kind of almost frightening story on the front page of the sunday tribune don't you well thank you rick thanks again for having me here yeah we've got a story on uh the page one today that just tells about how uh, then Speaker Michael Madigan uh, was willing to work with ComEd and try to get a couple of his cronies on the payroll. One former alderman, Mike Zalewski of the 23rd Ward, right next to his, mm-hmm. and a guy named Juan Achoa, who used to be the McPeer chief. And so uh, while he was pushing for that, he was also green lighting to uh, ComEd's lobbyists that, hey, you can go ahead and kill the pro-consumer legislation for low-income electricity users uh, that his daughter, Lisa Madigan, the attorney general, was pushing. I know this makes it some like that's a, some modern day version of King Lear or something. You know that's a, that's a sad part. From you know Lisa, you know did not run for senator, and she might have won because in right. in in respect of her dad's position and everyone, you know they still are probably very tight, Ray. And you know who knows Ray, oh, yeah. who knows how that relationship works. But that that gave it a real kind of Shakespearean edge. For me, right. it, I, I have to believe, Ray Long, uh, that nothing uh, about the indictment or nothing that you might hear that is not in the indictment about Mike Madigan can surprise you at this point, can it? Well, you know, I guess after years of uh, investigating him and, and never being able to uh, show that he crossed lines at least clear enough for anything that would uh, get him in in uh, trouble um, to see him uh, lined up here in the indictments uh, uh, for with allegations uh, over and over of different events that he, uh, allege he did cross the line that was Somewhat surprising, even though I just kept investigating him over the years. The, the timing of this book is, uh, is to my mind, remarkable. It's, 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 uh, it's serendipity. The book is the house, <laughs> it is, the house that Madigan built, the record run of Chicago's Illinois Velvet Hammer. And as all of you know, that record run uh, is stopped when he quit and is uh, now running on a, a very, very potentially bumpy and pothole-filled uh, road. It, it, what's always occurred to me, Ray Long, about Mike Madigan is that he was not a a warm guy in the way that we think of someone like, you know, a pally kind of guy like George Ryan, for instance. You know, there was right, nothing right, you know, put his yeah, arm around right. your sh- Mike Madigan ever put his arm around your shoulder? Uh, no, I can't think of any time like that. He was not a backslapper or that kind of politician. He was one who uh, 
calculated stuff out, sent his his uh, troops out to do a lot of hard lifting, and uh, sent them into kind of fanatical fury to uh, you know drum up votes in the ward and elsewhere. Yeah, you've known you've known and covered over the years uh, a, a lot of politicians. He, sure, I have too a few, not, nothing close to what you have done, but. Mike Madigan has, to my mind, been among the most intriguing politicians. And you you take, you take explain some of that, so much of that in the house that Madigan built, why he does it. One of the, the hallmarks of this book, Ray, is that you don't go back to, you know, it's five chapters about his childhood or anything. <laughs> right. Which I think right. is so, you might have been told that by some lovely guys at the University of Illinois Press who I met at your book party. Uh, I think that is yeah. so wise. You concentrate on Madigan and what he did, which makes this book literally essential reading for anyone in Illinois. It, it makes it essential reading. I hope this book is taught in political science classes uh, for the next 50 years across this country. My last question, and again, in a couple weeks when the show is back at its full strength you will be on for an hour at least and we can really get into the weeds on this thing because the weeds are fascinating how was your book party this is your first book and uh, a yeah. couple of days ago you had your first book party at the billy goat how was it yeah it was fantastic i saw a lot of good friends a lot of really big uh, reporters and editors who stopped by from uh, all types of different uh, walks of life. Yeah. I even had one guy who was a colleague of mine from Peoria Journal Star days. Uh, he's now in St. Louis, and he drove up for it. So that was great too. So TV, what I care about, uh, what I care about, what I care about is that you sold all the books. Uh, Ray, give me a couple of weeks. You'll be back when After Hours is at full strength, and we'll talk at length about this amazing book. The house that Madigan built, the record run of Illinois' Velvet Hammer. Thanks, Ray, for a short interview. Thank you, Rick. We will do one at length. And thank you all for Looking listening to, to, the, to the shortest after-hours show in the history of WGN.